Welcome to Gin in a Mug podcast, where myself, Sally Rose, and my good friend, Amanda Jane, catch up each week for a debrief. There will be some tough subject and some swearing, you've been warned, but there will also be a lot of laughs, oh, and a lot of gin. We hope you enjoy. Oh, there we go. Now we've got it working. Hey, Amanda. Hi, Sally. You know, I always swore, Sally, that I would never do a podcast, and yet here I am. Amanda's lost it. Um, I have. You know, weeping woman, give her a ticket. Kick her in the guts. I Let's go out. And can't I just sit in my car and cry? It's a bit of a niche. <laughs> bit, of, bit of a bespoke boutique area. You may podcast. just see for us. I swear I have PTSD, and I'm not joking, <laughs> from dealing with the NDIS. The politically correct, comfortable phrase I believe, Sally, it's called a life-limiting condition. Mm. Hoping for sponsorship? Yeah, just any local gin. If you want us to get drunk on your gin, we will. Oh, we're laughing, but that's what we do when we feel like shit. So, um, so cheers, Sally. Cheers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are recording. Hey, Amanda. Hi, Sally. We're sitting here in the van, and would you like to explain to everyone where we are? Um, we're at my daughter's high school. Um, I live here now. Yeah, uh, she moved in. She's got the van, she's got the dog. Yeah, I've got snacks. Yeah. I got where any, do you wee? I haven't got any booze. I just go in and wee. Oh, that bush over there. No. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> in front of all No, I just go in. Because I, uh, so Will isn't having a good run at the moment and it hasn't, uh, I don't know if she was, oh, she was a bit shit last time we talked and it hasn't gotten better. And uh, we <laughs> actually emailed the Pete, and I think I've told you how I write little dear diary things to the Pete, just so when I look back, it's like, oh, that's right, that happened then. Because if she rang me, I'd you go. You would be able to recall it. i go, oh, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. So when I actually look back on the first email mm. to say we were sleeping heaps more and weren't very well, that was the 10th of October. Oh dear. <laughs> and that had been three weeks. And I'd send a couple of um, dear diaries to her since then. And now we've gotten to the stage where Will just is sleeping till lunchtime nearly every day. Um, but they still want to try and go to school. So that means they're going to school and sleeping. And when they're sleeping at school, the school just keeps waking them up to have a drink, which, you know, is sensible. But then they don't get a solid sleep. Whereas at home, I run hydration through their peg. Uh, so I suggested the school did it and um, they can't until the 6th of December. And uh. it is currently, that's uh, I think a week and a bit away when we're recording. And uh, so now I'm at school and I run in and give them 40 mils of Hydrolyte every half an hour. <laughs> 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 so we were talking recently. Oh, by the way, every now and then you might hear a yeah, fucking shit and yelling because we're in a we're in a schoolyard. Yeah. So don't worry, we're not being beaten up. <laughs> um, some poor child is. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we were talking during. We've been talking on and off, and I can't remember if we've talked about it on the cast about what would it be like to just drop your kid at school. Oh, we did talk about that once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was before this. And what would they have been like otherwise? And things that are normal for us, well, this is 
unusual for both of us. But what, what's it like? And I was like today we were trying to coordinate this. As I was driving uh, around with a car full of uh, very soiled pull-ups for my 12-year-old mm. whilst you were sitting in the car park. I was on a Teams meeting with school. So I was doing my schoolwork, uh, not this school. My school. Sally's getting educated. Yeah, I am. Um, so, yeah, I was doing Teams meetings mm. whilst uh, texting with the school nurse and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and do you know what? What's more interesting is we just roll with it. Both of us have this initial adjustment where we go, what the fuck? What is this? And then it's like, oh, yeah. Next day it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and that's exactly what it's like. Mm. So the Friday when I was talking to the school nurse, I was crying. This isn't fair. And they just want to go to school. And what can we do? And how do we fight the system? And why? Why is it going to take that long? And she was lovely. And then when she rang me today, we just had a chat just before. I was like, no, no, I'm accepting it now. She went, oh. I went, no, this is just what I do. I live here. I've got a friend coming for coffee. Um, <laughs> she's in the car park. I went, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because this is just what you do. There's a degree of insane flexibility that you have to have parenting our kids. You have to be flexible. You have to kind of flow with things because if you fight all the way, it is exhausting and pointless. Yes, and it is. It is. Um, it's exhausting anyway. So mm. if you're fighting at the same time, and, and what other choice do we have except to accept it? Oh, yeah, exactly. The other, I mean, the other option is you keep Wilson home, which is not what they want, and further, you know, separate them from the school environment when you fought so hard to get them here and, mm, and get them good. And that's a, I, yeah. I reckon there are people, and oh, I know there are people who don't understand why I bring them and why I take them to school. Because it's sleep. what Wilson wants. Yeah, and I'm lucky that the um, the vice principal who, you know, I've been working with to make all this happen, he gets it. He goes, and we want them here. They're amazing. And if they only wake up for half an hour to have, you know, a snack with their friends, mm. then um, that's all, you know, that's a good thing and we will do as much work as it needs mm. to make that happen. I just had, like, not in the same ballpark as you, but I went um, – Hello. Hey, I went I went shopping on the weekend to via Craigslist and bought a electric lift recliner chair. Oh, you got it? I did, yeah. They that, had that, dropped the price on it and it was brand it was essentially brand new. Someone's mm. lovely lady whose father had passed away barely used the chair. So um I bought that. Because that's, you know, when you're buying your school supplies, transferring into high school, you know, you get your school bag, your uniform. Oh, and your electric lift recliner chair so your kid can sleep through the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get a Joey pump for school. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you going to get the nice labels to put on it oh, as well? This geez, belongs gonna, to Wilson. I'm going to have to, aren't I? Yeah, because. a label maker. Yeah, because who knows who might take that? Because everyone has. You know, a Joe pump, oh, an electric cool. roof recliner, Jesus. But this, like, this is just you just do it. Side note: yeah. Did you know you can claim secondhand stuff through the NDIS as well? I did not. So you, um, I just saw it the other day. So even though you've bought it secondhand, it's still, um, I'm going to say, low income assistive technology. What's the? Oh, um, yeah, um, like. Low cost assistive technology. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can still put that in through whoever your person is, or just through yeah. NGOs and claim it because yourself. Holy cow! Because I paid six hundred dollars. Yeah, it was I mean, new, yeah. And you know, 
hey, what, but it's still YOLO, under that fifteen hundred where you need a. Um, do you just so you just need an invoice or something? Do you? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Because I was just thinking, okay, I need to spend all the Christmas money on the on the recliner, and I'll just work something out. But now that's great. So I've just because she, you know, many needs it. But that's these are the debates we have. These are the shifting mm. and hustling, you know. And everyone shifts and hustles for their Can't kids. School and buy for you. Um, school brought a chaise lounge for Will. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't given to me as an option, so I've just... We got to choose between a recliner or a chaise lounge, and the recliner I didn't think we would be able to get out of. Well, for... Or into. Madam, it's mm. it's because uh, this is one that helps helps her to stand up. Yeah. So, again, not what most people worry about for their kids. Mm. Helps her to stand up, and as she declines, it's actually very easy to get a, um, a sling around her uh, in the chair okay. so that she needs to be hoisted out or when she needs to be hoisted out. Don't know when that will happen, but it will. Mm. That That's all very doable and easy. And I had to get leather because when your kid's incontinent and they pee repeatedly on things, mm. you know, the wee-wee chair can't be made of fabric. No, you certainly can't. Mm. Um, the high school you're sending Maddie to um, has a hoist, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's purpose it's like completely wheelchair accessible. It's really well spread out though. So thank you, Sal, for passing on. <laughs> Don't send them to me. <laughs> high school. No, I would have loved to because of the peers, but it's like, holy cow. It is not accessible. Not even slightly. I mean, we're look, sitting here in the car park looking at this stunning view. Mm. Absolutely beautiful of the harbour. I'll bring uh, my fishing rod next time. I think it's a great idea. I have a feeling that from here across, uh, no one can see. This is the listening viewers. I'm pointing. Um, I think that's a uh, like a fish sanctuary. (laughs) 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 Like breeding ground, like you can't fish there. But I think if I just stand 100 metres that way, I can. So just to give people an idea of why these decisions about high school are fairly important, the recommended maximum incline that you can have for a wheelchair is one in 14 gradient and ideally you I want I don't know it. what that means. Is that, can you put that into a For every one centimetre, you can't have more than 14 centimetres height. Oh, okay. So you've got a some, sorry. Uh, anyway, look, long story short, um, God, I haven't been in OT for a long time, but basically one in 14, 14 gradient. This Googling. school is about. Oh, 30-degree gradient. Yeah. So it's completely un- unsafe for wheelchair. And so the wheelchair that they had supplied for Wilson. Oh, yeah. Thankfully is a perfect fit for Madeline. Yeah, so the education department um, last year got an electric chair to get Will around this giant school. So this is the... Not a brand new one. Let's no, just no. make sure that people understand. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, it certainly wasn't brand new. Uh, so this school that we're at um, is the only um, co-ed school. This is a feeder school from their primary school. Yeah, yeah. And there's, I think, 1,200 kids here. It is Huge, because the only other um, high schools are um, single ed instead of co-ed. Yeah. Same sex, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they put uh, gave them an electric wheelchair, but I fit in it comfortably. It was way <laughs> too huge. There was no way they could have used it safely. Um, the OT came in and went, oh, no, just no. But it's been sitting in the storeroom ever since. And when um, Maddie needed one for school, yep. 
I was like, oh, I know where one is. <laughs> so Maddie's still walking um, just, but she gets really exhausted. So the really good thing about this is that over the long distances, she'll the carers will be out. sorry, the TAs will be able to use the chair to get her transported over long distances. Yeah, and that's what Will uses it for yeah. here as well. Yeah, but yeah, nah. But there um, is a lift to go up the two stairs to the disabled toilet. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Hold your wee, cross your legs, hope for the best. Oh, it's there. It's ridiculous. So the learning centre, you go down a massive hallway yeah, and then there's yeah a lift which goes all the way up all the levels yeah. of the school, but to get to the disability toilet, it's up um, so, half and this floor, would never have worked to, no. for my grossly incontinent child. And I, I just want to comment as we're sitting here in the disability spot, well, you, you must need to go and do another push in a moment. Yeah. Um, there is a work ute in There's the other disability. In the other disability spot, no permit. So yeah, feeling the love here. No, if they if they've been waiting to come back, they've been parked there all day since I got here this morning. That's nice. So and it's now pretty much lunchtime. So. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So neither, when was the last time you showered, sir? Um, no, it was yesterday. I didn't, oh, you I didn't lucky have devil. I didn't have time this morning. I have been unable to attend to my basic hygiene for two days. <laughs> And uh, it sounds ridiculous, but what happens is, so Madeline's back you've, on the waking up at one thirty yeah, in the morning. You've been going through a rough patch. Yeah, so she's having a bad patch, and so I have to prioritise getting enough sleep so I don't crash the car when I drive. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's quite important. Or that I don't kill someone at work when I'm nursing. Mm. So I have been getting them sorted, doing all of the jobs that I've got to do, taking care of all of the crap at home you've got to do, like the house cleaning and all of that stuff, and as well as taking care of my son. So I've got to do all that, and then I pick them up from school, and then I've got to be one-on-one. So, like, okay, when I say one-on-one, I literally now, because the decline cognitively has been getting worse, so really not great, um, if I... I'm not within arm's reach of Madeline. She will. She's demolishing the house. She's like a whirling mm. dervish. And if she's in the kitchen, she sees the banana. She will eat the banana skin and all. Far out. Oh yeah. And so for someone with a, a choking issue with swallowing, that's you know obviously not ideal. No. So um, so by the time we get to bedtime, quarter to eight, and I've you know cooked dinner with um, someone who's now basically my height and size attached to my hip. Yeah, imagine just just think back if any other parents are listening, think back to that when you know, your toddler was just like screaming at you and grabbing at your leg and wanting your full attention and, and you just need to get stuff done. Put that in an adult's body. Yes, and put that in an adult's body. It's... So but come quarter to eight when I finally got them down to sleep um, and her brother would really, really enjoy some time with his mother mm. where I'm not like shielding him from having you know, a slap around the head from his oh, sister. That must be so hard for him. He must not enjoy it. Like, how do you him, have, that's not a relationship. How do you it? have a relationship with your sibling when you are worried that you're going to get the crap beaten out of you? Yeah. And that's a real worry. Yeah. So in terms, so then I put that, so then from about quarter to eight through to, and he stays up really late because he's not our like mate. And, you know, probably if I'd had two neurotypical kids, I would have been a bit more militant about bedtime. Yeah, but you need to have some time together. Yeah, so quite frankly, I don't give a fuck. He stays up late. We 
do Mario gaming, we hang out, we just have a really nice time together in the evening. That's and so, but then by the time he, I get him to bed, and oh, it's time for me to go to bed, oh, I can't be stuffed having a shower. I'm too tired. Yeah. So today yeah. I will dedicate four minutes to attending to my hygiene <laughs> once I finish recording this. But this is when we yeah. talk about what you let go. Mm. Like you're sitting here in the car park for your kid. Yeah. And I would like – it's Monday. So normally on Monday um, – Beautiful sunny day. Well, no, normally I, this is my housework day because yeah. I work all weekend. Yeah, take care I, of the garden. I go – yeah, I do all that stuff. But I can't go home and, and do that before the kids get home from school. Yeah. And, you know, I would like to be doing slightly different things as well. But, but it is what it is. And we – because we've been doing this for so long with our kids, we just roll with it, which is comes back to that thing where you've just adjusted to sitting in the car park. <laughs> like I don't mind sitting in the car. But um, but it is also, and then at the same time we're dealing with all this, we're dealing with the fact our kids aren't fucking well. No, you know? and they're not going to be well, and it's not actually going to get better. I think one of the hardest and most heartbreaking things that's happened recently for me um, so is, is with – Maddie's brother, and he said to me the other day, and it's actually quite, I hadn't sort of always, I don't always realise his perception isn't always as up to par as I thought. Yeah, okay. And I thought he understood that Maddie wasn't going to be living much past 30 if she was lucky. Mm. And he said to me the other day, so he said, he said, Mum, so like Maddie will make it to 60 or so, won't she? He said, no, no sweetheart. He said, 50? And mm. and I said, no, love, she'll be – I said, it's not great. She's going to be lucky to make it to 30. And he was devastated because it's like he's – Oh, it's a part of him. It's his twin. It's his twin who he's frightened of but he loves yeah. that he gets annoyed with because of the impact of her condition on our whole family. But he still cares for her and doesn't want to see her suffer. Mm. and he doesn't want to see me suffer, and it's just all a big mess, and, like, I hadn't realised. Mm. So now I have to sort of think about how to go through that with him again. Yeah, and that's oh, that's such a tough one. That is such a tough one because at the same time you'd rather they were completely oblivious. Yeah. Then you don't want it to be a shock. And I worry about that with the boys too and Will. It's like, do they get how sick they are? And I don't think anyone does because I have trouble getting it. And on top of that, and this is something we've always said from the get-go, is there is no definable path to this. There isn't <gasps> a way. You can't give a concrete. This was my inner monologue mm. on the way to school this morning and I yeah. was trying not to cry because Will was here and I had the, um, mm. you know, my stepson in the car. It was... Exactly that. There is no definable path. And I think I was listening to someone. Someone was doing a, that's right, someone was doing a charity fundraiser for someone who had a um, spinal cord injury. Yep. And they were talking about sending him to this amazing place in Germany or something. Oh, that's right, the yeah. head, you know, leading with spinal cord and, mm. and there's this hope with this and there's hope with that and, they've you know, there's this path because everyone knows what it is. They're, they're looking mm. in and doing more research and stuff. It's like... We don't have that. Like there is no research to be done with Will because no one knows what the fuck's going on. No. No one knows what's going on. And when I rang their ped, their ped rang me the other day after I um, had a cry to the home care nurse and I said, look, 
you know, we're not having good days anymore. It's just all sleepy days. Every single day is a sleepy day. This is going on. That's going on. What do we do? And they're like, well, I really don't know. And I said, can you do something? Can you just do anything to make me feel like you're doing something? Yeah, let me have a think about it and I'll get back to you. Yeah. And I um, I rang, uh, she rang me back the next day. She said, look, I've talked to some colleagues and uh, we're thinking um, of doing another MRI. It'd be a year since the first one mm. where they showed um, global brain atrophy. Uh, mm. Have a Google of that, people. It's fun. Um, and then we did another one in six months when she got like heaps sicker mm. and then um, that showed a little bit more but not huge amounts. And, um, yeah, so this will be a year since the first one. So that's one thing but then that doesn't, that doesn't uh, equate with sleepiness. And um, they might do a sleep study. And um, so then, oh, the worst bit, okay, worst bit was they talked, so saying, oh, they've been on fluvoxamine for a couple of years now. And I went, oh, yep, and that's what they take for OCD and anxiety. Yeah. Um, Works a charm, by the way. It does work very well. Yeah. Um, And um, so I thought they were going to say, well, maybe we'll wean off it a bit because that might be making Mm. them sleepy. (laughs) And she actually said, oh, let's up that a bit. They might as well, you know, this this isn't fun While for them. While they're awake, they might as well feel, feel good. good. Um, which to me felt very palliative. Palliative, because <laughs> it is. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what to expect. Like, just look what's happened in the last year. Oh, yeah. And so. Oh, the screen's gone all funny. Hello. I think oh, that's just pretty. Yeah. Sal's got a brand new spanking gorgeous looking computer. I have. So no more, oh, shit, fuck, it's not working. Oh, shit. Oh. It's just working and, well, we say this, we haven't edited it yet. <laughs> There's lots of little squiggly lines on the screen and it, and it seems to be recording. We did do a bit of a, yeah. a listen in. On a, on a lighter note, Sal, Mal's stopped shivering Excellent. and just stopped growling, as you all heard, and just accepted a milk treat from me. Nice. Um, I'm going to pause, everyone, because I've got to go and push another 40 mils of hydrolite into my child. Oh, I don't know how to pause. Maybe I just press stop. Let's see. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Gin in a Mug. Jump onto our Facebook group and let us know what you thought. There's also the Patreon. Feel free to chuck a few bucks in there if you want to support our gin habit or if you want us to pay an editor to make this sound less shit. But most importantly, if this episode has brought up any issues for you, We've put the link in the show notes to Beyond Blue, Lifeline and Carers Australia. Make sure you keep talking. Big love to you all.